everyone and welcome to That Teacher Podcast. Josh Vine here, your host. And uh, today we have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, and Shel Sparrow. It is great to have you on the show today. Thank you very much, Josh. It's great to be with you. Today, Shel, we are talking about something that I have very little understanding of. Very, I mean, we've uh, you've kind of told me about it and we've had some talks about it. Uh, and how it's been used in schools, but I am quite uh, new to this idea, this concept, and so you are an art therapist um, and you work with schools and work in schools to especially work with students who are um, at risk, who are maybe experiencing distress at school, and you do art therapy, which is uh, sort of like a complementary therapy. It, It doesn't do necessarily diagnosing and things like that, it is uh, having some great results and I just thought this is so interesting. I'm intrigued. I love to learn. I love to hear about all sorts of different things when it comes to the teaching industry and I just thought it was worth sharing. So maybe, Shell, before we get into that, maybe just tell us a little bit about your, your background. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Um, well, I'm a born and bred Novocastrian, so uh, born in Newcastle and uh, yeah, Craig is my husband. I have three beautiful daughters ranging from 13 years old to 8 years old um, and they are the love of my life. Uh, and yeah, I've been a trained teacher for about 18 years and high school trained uh, visual arts and trained here in Newcastle University. I've also, uh, out of straight out of university, uh, I was fortunate enough to uh, get a job in an independent school, private school uh, here on the western side of the lake in Lake Macquarie, beautiful Lake Macquarie, love this place. And so um, I've been there in a, a full-time, part-time and also casual teaching capacity over the years and have enjoyed that immensely and uh, have always loved being in the art classroom and being an art educator. It's been one of the the joys of my life. Uh, But recently, my husband and I and our family, we also did some study uh, over in California. And during that time, I took a break from teaching, studying something completely different And in that time, we had some community service hours as part of our study, and I found myself actually going to some hospitals uh, and also some uh, mental health uh, different wards in hospitals, taking art and uh, actually uh, transitioning out of teaching, but looking at art as a therapeutic tool. And, uh, and so some of that actually led me to looking into art therapy and art as therapy. And so uh, at the end of that three-year period and having weekly uh, experience in hospitals there and working with the chaplain, the social worker, uh, with a range of people from different age groups and, and different backgrounds, that led me to finishing my diploma Uh, in art therapy here in Australia and so that's been happening Uh, I've been practicing art therapy now for about 18 months and it's been a wonderful discovery Um, so art therapy combined with my art teaching background has been a, a beautiful blend 
Wow, what a, a cool sort of transition going out of the, the teaching profession more into wanting to, I guess, help people with with art and uh, that's really cool. I guess the questions that I've kind of got for you today is I, I just want to know all about this uh, and maybe there's some teachers who are listening to this going, I haven't heard of this either, you know, art therapy. Um, yeah. So I just want you to maybe tell us how you've seen the arts and I know that art therapy is one sort of way to use the arts as therapy um, but there's also music and drama and, and that kind of thing but I mean obviously you specialise in, in the arts. How, how have you seen art therapy used to help students that are in distress um, or other mm. situations? The arts are such a vital part of life and whether it's music therapy, drama therapy, indeed there's equine therapy as well <laughs> that's going. I've, I've recently seen in Newcastle in a school here and dog therapy coming into place, would you believe? Wow. There are so many complementary therapies and each has a benefit of its own. They are an avenue for people to express themselves in ways that uh, they may not have in the classroom as readily. Uh, as putting on my teacher hat, there are so many things that happen in a classroom. And so to have some of these complementary therapies running alongside what we do is just a, such a valuable asset. For visual arts, so art therapy now, Art therapy can be facilitated in schools and I've indeed written a few programs for primary age uh, called Art Smart and also for um, senior students. Uh, and I've been able to pilot those in the Newcastle and Lake Macquarie area. And it's been wonderful, Josh. It's been a, a great experience. But the most vital role that I have seen uh, in art actually assisting students who are coming in with chronic rates of depression and anxiety. They're living in such a changing world, especially this year out of all the years. I mean, for teachers alone, I, I cannot imagine the change that you've had to endure, but we know that with some of those changes, um, it really activates different emotional responses in students that's on a school front, let alone the home front, the transitions um, that their kids are enduring weekly, daily. And so that carries over to the classroom. Most of the time what I will see is that art therapy actually allows the student a place, a safe place um, in the school environment to be able to tell their story. It's not like talk therapy. It is not like that at all. Art therapy allows the student to engage themselves in paint, in clay, could be in fabric, could be in sculpting. I've made uh, cardboard robots with different kids, uh, right up to even some um, bordering on some STEM projects where the student gets to actually express themselves, their, their thoughts, their beliefs, their feelings on that day, and they get to tell their story. Uh, and so that's the powerful part of working with very distressed or at-risk students uh, because um, some of the time uh, in the school environment, that's not something that is always accessible, having that outlet. Uh, so it's a great vision of mine, Josh, to actually see this implemented in many, many schools across New South Wales 
and indeed um, the nation. Yeah, wow. Yeah. It sounds to me like um, it gives the students a space to be understood. Yes. Um, a lot of students are misunderstood and a lot of us as teachers, we don't fully know the backgrounds of, of uh, some of our students and this might be an opportunity for them to express themselves uh, and for us to actually learn some things about them and, and to finally understand what life is like for them. I think adolescents in particular, teenagers, can really feel misunderstood. And I, I imagine that art therapy is kind of this opportunity for them to express themselves a bit more freely, to not have to be in a, a real sort of tight box in a classroom learning content, but they're able to do things how they want to do them and express themselves freely. So I can imagine that there'd be some, some really interesting breakthroughs that come out of it. Shell, can you tell us what, what does a session look like? What, what do you do with, with the kids in these sessions? The sessions uh, look different in different schools. I would actually meet uh, with the learning support officer at the school, the welfare officer, the wellbeing officer at the school to actually ascertain what is needed. So in some schools it's going to be an individual session one-on-one -on -one with a student um, and it is held in the school itself. For other schools, it's a group session. And group sessions are wonderful. Uh, let's take a group session. A group session would normally run anything from about four to six weeks um, held on site at the school in the same classroom or the same space. Uh, if we can sometimes um, hop out of the, their classroom space and sort of move into a, an area, more of a common room area or something where uh, the wellbeing space in the school, um, something that is specific to those students where they feel safe. It's got to be a, a therapeutic space. Uh, with art particularly, you need sinks, you need lino and a bit of space to be actually, actually able to create some mess and, uh, and get expressive. Um, and it would be for about 90 minutes. Um, so whether it's with primary or uh, with high school, that's the kind of timing. Uh, and I would normally present um, a theme that we would be working on. So it might be resilience, developing resilience in the school or developing resilience personally. Or recently at a, a school in Newcastle here, with Year 11 and 12, um, I did a Thrive program. And that Thrive program is looking at self-acceptance. What does it look like as Year 11 and 12 students to be moving through life uh, with friends, with our family, and those Year 12 students ultimately looking to leave school in a capacity, go on to study, go on to work uh, and navigate the world in a whole new way. We need self-acceptance for that. So we looked at different things like self-acceptance is basically uh, that belief in ourselves of looking at our limitations and looking at our strengths and working within that field. So we did a whole range of artworks, paintings, uh, some drawings and used text, so some collage using newspapers, magazines, articles, books, and looking at words that talk about limitations. Um, and so the students did a, uh, it was about a 60 by 60 uh, centimetre canvas 
and what self-acceptance look like uh, for one student look totally different to the next. The colours, the concepts, some added words, some didn't. They only used imagery. Uh, but importantly in art therapy, it's not just about the making, it's also about being able to have a safe space to talk about your work. Uh, a lot of the thoughts, the expressions, uh, the beliefs, self-beliefs um, come out as the student actually speaks about um, what they're conveying in their work. And with your 11 and 12, you get a really rich experience in this. I guess why art therapy really works, Josh, and how it works in the students is that all art is therapeutic. Uh, and so, as you mentioned before, with music therapy, there's a therapeutic emphasis to that, listening to music and responding and playing music. Whether it's drama uh, therapy, you, you are responding. And so, all art is therapeutic, but I think with art therapy, it's less concerned about the performance, and this is where I take my teacher hat off. It's less outcomes-based and it's more uh, in the space of process. An art therapist looks at the process, what's happening as that student is making the work, what emotions are being conveyed, Sometimes a really angry student will come in, not sometimes, a lot. Um, angry students of all ages um, that are having trouble self-regulating the classroom, clay will be a really, really great outlet for that student. And they can actually push and mould the clay. They, like, they can actually move materials uh, to, to, as, a, as an outlet to express themselves in that session. Also for sensory processing disorder and students uh, on the autism spectrum, art therapy has been proven time and time again. There's research out there to suggest that art therapy is wonderful. Art therapy is all about the expression that comes through the art rather than through speech and talking and dialogue. Although dialogue can be a part of it, really as art therapists we allow the student to guide uh, some of that session in what is coming out through their artwork. Um, so we never lay meaning as art therapists. We ask the student, what does this mean to you? We never interpret the artwork. We never um, diagnose anyone either. It is just a complementary therapy. Um, and I love to say to the students as, as we're doing it over the four to six weeks, um, this is not marked. It's not accessible. It's not an assessment item. It's just for you to express yourself and to be able to gain confidence. Um, and I've seen a lot of students gain confidence in the classroom and outside the classroom uh, through making making art. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's. Uh, it just sounds so like needed. Like we need this for our kids. There, there's. I think there's so much packed into the school curriculum and I feel like one of the things that's missing in uh, a, in student life these days is time and space for them to just express themselves in this way and to have no pressure in terms of outcomes and, and that kind of thing. And it's, it sounds like it's going to be like something that's so healthy for kids. 
I was actually talking to a lady at work today who uh, I said, oh, I'm doing, I'm doing an episode with, with Shell and, uh, about art therapy. And she said, oh, art therapy, I tried that one time. And uh, mm-hmm. I said, oh, how'd it go? She said, I was sceptical and I didn't really know what to expect. But she said, I came out of it fully, you know, engaged, full believer in its power. And um, I, know I just spoke to, we've just come off an episode with, uh, with your husband, Craig, talking about teacher mm-hmm. well-being. I wonder if art therapy is something that a few teachers might need, um, not just the students, because I know, you know, teachers are, are, uh, can get stressed and, and it might be really good for teacher well-being too. Have you, have you helped, you know, adults with art therapy as well? Yes, Josh. Um, yeah, I have. I often see a lot of adults uh, throughout the week, but I can see a need for it for teachers. Teachers are facing some of the most stressful situations and are on the forefront daily and weekly um, with students with trauma, um, with students with very, very complex home lives. Sometimes, Josh, that teacher is the most trusted person in that, that student space daily. And that's a pretty big load for any teacher to carry. Um, so, yeah, this is where we'd look at art as therapy. And I'd love to do this with some teachers. Uh, I have done it with different organisations. And during during my work week, I actually work with uh, a range of adults with special needs as well. So art is a form of therapy. There's art in therapy. So that's the um, psychological aspect uh, of art. But art as therapy is just what it is. Um, it's learning how to play. And as adults, if we can if we can come back to the simplicity of just creating for creative sake and for nothing else, I think that that will really assist us in the classroom. Uh, the more playful and creative we are, the better problem solvers we are. And uh, I, I think it would be wonderful. I'd really love to do some art with teachers. Uh, and also, too, if you are interested in hearing this today, uh, I'd love to be able to j- just give some practical elements and very simplified elements of using art as therapy in your classroom, just as a mindfulness tool. Uh, so many schools, Josh, I know, are, are bringing in different techniques, breathing techniques, different things before exams. Uh, that's up at more the senior levels, but right down to primary levels and our lower stage level, it's so important that we have those mindfulness tools. And so simple art therapy, just having pen and paper uh, in a quiet corner, having that space to be able uh, for students, if they're really worked up, if they're not able to self-regulate, their emotions are running high, or if they're feeling a load of helplessness in their learning, uh, just to give them a quiet space to be able to draw something. Uh, many many teachers would have something, uh, positive affirmations, either written out or um, photocopied out, uh, like hope um, or something about today is going to be a great day, just having affirmations that kids just colour. I mean, it can be as simple as that and they're taking that back to their desk when they're ready to return to the classroom and, and join into activity. 
but yeah, just having some simple art materials, um, maybe some coloured pencils, some oil pastels, some spare paper, have some spare paper available. Also some, oh, just a glue stick available, some scissors if they wanted to cut out various papers, um, just to give them that space to be able to refocus, retransition onto to where they are in the classroom, what they're feeling, and then to be able to move on. But art is an incredible mindfulness tool and uh, I've been able to do that on Zoom sessions as well into some classrooms lately, also with the COVID restrictions. So that's been wonderful. But I definitely think there is a space for art therapy in schools. It's, it's definitely a, a current mindfulness tool, widely used in the US and the UK. So I'd love to see it here in Australia. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that sounds great. I guess... As we kind of wrap up, I guess, uh, would you be able to maybe tell us, have you seen any stories of or seen any students where there's just been some, you know, terrific transformation that's that's happened or they've just really connected with the art therapy and maybe the, even the teachers have said, you know, this, this student has really been impacted by the sessions that you've done with them? Mm, yeah, there's, there's a number of students I can think of right now but um, it's always wonderful you know when you see students come in in a group type of context so I took a group of year six students that I'm thinking of at the moment so getting ready to go on to year seven they come into uh, an art therapy session thinking they've got to be Picasso's some are coming in with a massive fear of failure so from the outset without me mentioning anything of what we are about to do. <laughs> They're coming in with that. They're coming with comparison. I hear that a lot in the early sessions. My art's not as good as yours. I couldn't do that. Um, but there's one particular uh, young girl and uh, she also had some fine motor difficulties, um, uh, some skin ailments, and so it was very hard for her to use clay. And we were sculpting some uh, particular animals uh, and different objects for a diorama that we were creating. Uh, and she found that very, very challenging. The first week I had the materials out. Um, I actually I, I put the materials all there, the sculpting materials. She picked up the clay and looked at it and it was just too much. I left it out the second week. Uh, and the other students beside her were also encouraging her, as well as myself, have a go, have a go, try and create something, see what comes out. She left it for the second week and went on to another activity. The third week she finally picked it up, we were able to use gloves uh, so it didn't hurt her skin, and, um, and she was able to create something that she was proud of, and that just seeing, just seeing that, uh, her overcome a challenge, obviously with a fine motor, some conditions that she had health-wise, uh, to be able to create a clay artwork she was proud of. She then went on uh, to be able to create a series of these works and not all art therapy work goes on display, but this particular piece um, I sometimes ask the students, would you like a piece 
to show uh, either to a family member or to a fellow class member. Sometimes a student uh, along the journey will actually want to show uh, part of their work and sometimes you will have um, some type of exhibited piece at the end in the library. Well, this young girl was so happy to show um, the little family of animals that she made and each had its own um, story. And so that, again, just highlights art therapy really is about the student telling their story through art. Yeah. And it was beautiful. We didn't hear a lot from her um, in in those sessions, but what came out of it at the end was just brilliant. There are lots of stories like that. Confidence grows um, and, and some sort of skill development grows as well in terms of using different art materials. So it was just wonderful. That's really good. How cool is that? And I probably wouldn't have had a breakthrough like that except for the art therapy, you know, like it kind of put her in a situation where she was able to overcome that challenge and, and that mm. kind of thing. So I think that's really cool that it puts students in a really different situation. I know what you're talking about with kids and, and thinking that they have to be Picasso and their fear of failure and comparison. And when you come into a session that's art therapy and you say, look, there is no right or wrong here. You just mm. need to express yourself and be able to tell me what it is that, that you're making and why you're making it and that kind of thing. Mm. I think it's really great. It gets the kids out of that sort of I have to perform, I have to be really good at this, I have to, you know, be better than you or it's not mm. about competition anymore, um, which is great. I guess, uh, Shell, as we wrap up, I- I'd love to um, help any teachers out there who'd love to get in contact with you. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you you can run a Zoom class where you know, you're giving instructions via Zoom to the class uh, and that kind of thing. You can maybe get in touch with some teachers and give them some tips on how they could possibly run uh, a group. Uh, maybe there's uh, a, a teacher out there who's uh, local to the Newcastle area who'd love to get in touch with you and actually have you come in and do some art therapy. Um, to get in touch with you, I, I believe it's www.oasisart.com.au. Uh, and people can find you there and uh, and basically get in touch with you. Is that is that basically the way to, to get in touch with you? Yes. Yeah, that would be great, Josh. So if anyone out there, any teachers, any learning support officers, wellbeing officers in schools, chaplains, uh, support teams, if you are interested at all in art therapy and have any questions about art therapy, or even using art therapy as a mindfulness tool if you're a teacher in your classroom, uh, then please don't hesitate to contact me. That's that's right, Josh, uh, www.oasisart.com.au. And uh, I'd love to chat with you uh, or email you some different ideas that you might be able to use. And, um, yeah, I'd love to get into contact with you. Awesome. Well, hopefully some teachers do that and uh, we see more and more kids engaging in the arts and art therapy in particular. So, uh, Mm. Shell, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. I really do appreciate you being here and and giving up your time to be on the show today. Thanks so much, Josh. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Now, it's been been great to have you. And uh, thanks again to all those who are listening to That Teacher podcast. We'd encourage you to share, like, subscribe, Uh, and uh, you'll never miss an episode if you subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, and you can find our show wherever you 
Uh, yeah, you can get podcasts basically. We're everywhere. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can do that via email, thatteacherpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, which is the uh, That Teacher Podcast Facebook page and Facebook group that you can uh, like and follow and join and uh, you'll keep up to date with everything and you can join the conversation there as well. Well, Shell, it's been a pleasure to have you and uh, thanks to everyone out there who's been listening and until next time, it's bye for now.